Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? You know, our couch talk when we sit around and giggle or when we lay across the bed and we talk about that tough stuff. Maybe even it's when we chit-chat on the phone about how our day went. Yeah, this is that space. This is that time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we dive into another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? And by the way, hey, did I mention my name is Cheryl? Yeah. Well, it's me. I'm your girl. So let's get into it. question Randy so when you first seen us at the uh, mall that day what was the thought that went through your mind you know honestly I don't know if I can tell you because you know there are lots of things in my past that I think I created a tremendous amount of shame in my heart Um, so you you end up blocking a lot of those memories Mm -hmm. so I don't have a real clear I remember I remember seeing you and I remember going away and that's about the the gist of the of the interaction for me and yeah uh, you know yeah I was hurt and it, it wasn't anything you did but you know we always hurt people inadvertently from our own pain and and that was definitely evident there you know I I, I was struggling early college you know once again trying to fit in trying to you know I was a people pleaser I always wanted to you know make people like me so I did whatever it took to get people to like me didn't matter and I had a lot of friends I mean I wouldn't call them close but I had a lot of friends and I thought that was the love I was seeking because honestly most of my life has been spent trying to find love Mm -hmm. and acceptance and I'm not going to roll that back I mean I think there was the root of rejection that goes back to when mom left I hold no ill will, you know, once again, what it didn't happen to me, it happened for me. Right. And I, I can see that now you don't see it in your circumstances, but in that moment, you know, I, I probably conceptualize this as oh, you know, what a bad deal. This is what, what happened to me, you know, in, in, in retrospect, you can look at that and say that happened for me that there was, there was God inside that. If, if it wasn't for me, I don't know how, my family would have handled the situation with my grandfather dying before my sister a month before, and she's in the hospital on her deathbed at that point. Um, you know, I dealt with his funeral. I, I handled it all as my mother was just devastated. My, my grandmother, who I called mom. Right. Um, and my, my biological father and his brother were no help, and it's not anything, you know, they, they couldn't do it. They didn't have that wherewithal, and, and God gave me that, so I helped you know, get the family through that. And then when my mother died in 2006, kind of the same thing. I mean, I just kind of just took control of the situation, tried to, to care for her up to the end. And, and then you know, during her passing and, and the arrangements thereafter, you know, I had to handle it all because you know, even though these men were much older than me, they didn't have the capacity to do it. So, you know, I mean, God put me in that place for a reason. And... I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the time I got with them. Grandparents are cool. They grew up in a different world than we did. They dealt with the Great Depression. They dealt with world wars and and different things that we didn't we didn't experience. And so they had a little more uh, resolve, I would say, than than my generation for sure. 
but um, you know, I, th I think that made me what what I am today. So so that was good, but ultimately those hurts and all that rejection that you're feeling in the moment does get passed on. And I know I hurt you and, and Shanda and Charlie and, and that was not on purpose, but it was a, it was a, uh, well, you were a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and we were too, but I will say this, that, that, that you experience that, that you experience, we have as being mixed children and people we have experienced it throughout our entire life with our own our, my mom's mom my grandma she literally was you know she was completely against it and my grandfather my mom's dad completely disowned her because she chose to have black kids or african-american children or be with a black man or african-american whatever you want to be labeled as yeah. Anyway, um, and he died without even speaking to my mom. And I have aunts and uncles that don't even acknowledge us. And it's crazy that that happens, but that's part of the issue when you begin to intertwine uh, races. You have to deal with some of these things that are not comfortable, period. Right they're not comfortable because you don't know they didn't know how to handle that stuff most of the older generation of our grandparents they were taught one way there was no other way of seeing it because right. that's what was handed down to them same thing with my uh, father's people they were taught one way <laughs> and that's what was handed down to them and we were fortunate enough to grow up around some of my father's uh, family but we didn't get to grew up around our grandmother I didn't get to know my grandma until uh what year was that when she came to live with us 2000 yeah I didn't get to know my grandma until 2000 and that was a difficult season for me because as growing up as a mixed person you most people I'm put this out there like that most people struggle with identity mm -hmm. so to hear you talk about rejection I can 100% relate to that because when that little girl told me that I couldn't go to heaven because I was black it was like my entire life shifted in a whole different direction because I felt like oh God is white everywhere you look you see white pictures of Jesus he has blonde hair and blue eyes if you watch TV Jesus has blonde hair and blue eyes but the funny thing is is I never saw that until she pointed it out to me so it is a learned yes. behavior that if it is learned, it can be unlearned. unlearned. Absolutely. And we have to work together as people to make this process happen because the hurt that you felt, if you didn't figure out a way to reconcile within yourself to accept the fact that you had black siblings then you would have passed that on to your children. Mm -hmm. And then when they have children, they would pass it on to theirs. Yeah. You know, and I did the same thing with mine is, no, you have a white uncle, your granny's white. 
and your sister, my aunt, your auntie Christy, she was white. I did that so that my children would not have that stigma. Sure. You know, and it's sad that I have to even say that. I can't just say, this is my brother. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, how different we might look or even if we look similar. It's sad that I have to point that out. Mm-hmm. But in doing so, I, what I try to do is develop a love a love connection. Right. So that they wouldn't have to suffer from the hate that the world tries to give us because of our differences. So I think that, you know, we all have to come to that, that point within ourselves when we can lay that down and really look at why we feel the way we feel, even though it's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, when, when, uh, I was always open about that with Melissa as we were dating and, and getting married and starting our family and stuff. But we just, I didn't know how to get a hold of you. I didn't know where you were. didn't really know anything. And that's, you know, a large part on my own fault because I didn't make that initial connection early on. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I did think about you and I, and, and, you know, I work, you know, you work in healthcare, you work with all races and, mm-hmm. and it's actually probably one of the most diverse industries to be quite honest with you. And, you know, I just saw good people, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and, and honestly it helped knowing that I have family that look like you. So you're good people. It doesn't matter. You know, we are a thing of beauty reflecting the light from the sun. We are a mighty river giving life to the thirsty one. Give credit where credit is due. First, I'd like to thank Marcus Williams for all of the equipment that he has allowed me to borrow in order to even put this podcast together and his abilities and skills at editing and bringing it all together to make my final product. Secondly, I would like to give credit to Charmel Cofield and Alexander West for my theme song. I really appreciate it. Jason Smith, Garvaz for setting everything up, and for you, my listeners. Thank you so much for your time. This has been real, and it's been fun. Yep, real fun. Tune in next week for another episode of Girl Can We Talk. And don't forget to like and share and subscribe. Reach out to you, girl, and let me know what you think. Until next time, stay true, stay strong, stay woman. This is Cheryl signing out. Love ya.